Hello, welcome to Creative Catch-Up, a podcast where myself, Natasha Newton, artist and illustrator, and me, Mel Chadwick, illustrator and designer, will be chatting about running a creative business. Each episode, we'll be diving into a different topic that has come up in our own creative practice. We'll be sharing our experiences, both the ups and downs, struggles and successes, and hopefully give some advice that you'll also find useful. So join us for episode one to hear a little bit more about who we are, what we do, and why we've decided to embark on this podcast journey. Hello! Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. So... Let's get started with finding out a bit about who we are. So, Natasha, tell us a bit about you. What is it that you do? Hi, Mel. Well, I'm a full-time artist and illustrator. I'm primarily a painter and I work traditionally. So, for my paintings, I use acrylic on canvas and I also use watercolour and gouache on paper as well. Did you train to become an illustrator? No, I didn't. I'm self-taught. So it's something I've always done. From a very early age, I was interested in art and I did well um, at school in art as well. I thought about going to art college, but for various reasons I didn't. And um, then my art career just kind of took off. So there didn't really seem any point after that. So... How long have you been creating art professionally? I became a full-time artist in 2007, so it's like 13 years now. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a long time when you think about it. Yeah, before that I was doing it part-time and I had other jobs alongside the art. Yeah, and then gradually I was able to cut down my hours with those jobs and I became full-time. And what inspires your work? I would say it's very much um, nature-based and inspired by nature. So, yeah, my surroundings and places I've visited. I don't don't tend to include people in my work. (laughs) Or animals, really, apart from (laughs) maybe the odd sheep or bird. You have a a very recognisable style. I mean, it's a bit like sophisticated folk. How did you come about this? Did you always draw or paint like that? I don't think so. I actually, I would say I was much more of a realistic painter when I started. And I also painted still life rather than um, landscapes. So, um, no, my work was quite different when I started. And um, I gradually, I don't know what got me onto landscapes, actually, but I think it was around about 2004, 5, when I wasn't yet full-time. I just started experimenting with landscape painting, and um, I don't really know how this style came about. It was just through... It just evolved. Yeah. So, yeah, just hours of practice and, yeah, and practicing with new materials as well, because I used to paint in oils... And then I switched to acrylics and and I found that acrylics really suited my style of working because obviously I can work in layers and when you work in oils, it takes so long to dry. It doesn't kind of suit that way of working. Yeah, the acrylic painting, it seemed to suit the landscapes and so that's how that started. But yeah, my style is just something that has evolved. I guess that's just the way I paint. And you also paint on a number of different things as well, not just paper. Yeah, <laughs> books and <laughs> stones and <laughs> yeah, beach pottery and <laughs> yeah, all sorts of different things. Yes, I kind of, I don't like to stick to just canvas and paper. 
And how do you sell your work? Is it mostly through your website? Yeah, it is now. It used to be through Etsy or private commissions as well. But now it's, yeah, I switched to my website um, maybe about a year or year and a half ago. And um, yeah, it's going well so far. Yeah, it's good to, to sell it that way. I used to sell a lot through exhibitions as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't do as many exhibitions and I used to exhibit through galleries as well. For years, my main income was through galleries. But then I discovered that I was selling really well online. And obviously, mm. um, if you sell your work personally rather than through a gallery, you actually make more money, which is yeah, which is something <laughs> you have to factor in. <laughs> so yeah I decided that I like having the control over my work exhibiting work through a gallery has its benefits but I think that it's also you have a lack of control and you don't meet the buyers a lot of the time as well and I really like that um, personal contact with my buyers yeah. so I like to be in touch with them yeah and know where your yeah. work will end up I guess yeah exactly yeah so did you um, receive any advice that really helped you in your business? I think the the one piece of advice that has been quite useful is just to keep going because it's very easy to become discouraged and just give up Yeah. because you're always going to hit... I mean, even the most successful people have probably, you know, they go through rough patches and, you know, times when things aren't going right, but... Yeah, you have to have that kind of resilience where you just keep going, you keep going through that. Yeah, Mm. and I think that's really, really good advice, actually, for a lot of different creatives. Sometimes we just see the end result, don't we? And then we think it's overnight that you got there. Yeah, yeah, it looks, sometimes it can look very easy when it's been anything but. And so, yeah, having perseverance and resilience is very important. Because you're also going to have rejections and you have to be able to cope with that and not let it knock you back too much. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, just keep going. That's the best piece of advice. <laughs> uh, well, my final question is, why do you want to start a podcast? Um, <laughs> because you asked me. <laughs> I just, I thought it would be, actually, when you asked me, I thought it would be very interesting to... Because it's another way of connecting with people. And I think, yeah. um, I know that I personally love listening to podcasts and, you know, a wide variety of topics, not just art podcasts. And um, it's always interesting just to listen to what other people have to say. And sometimes it helps you not to feel so alone. And so if there are other artists listening to this, and because we've been both, we've both been doing it quite a while, so hopefully we have some advice for them and um, we might be able to pass that on and you know things that we've experienced so yes um yeah hopefully it's a good way of connecting with people and um and passing on a little bit of our um our experiences and expertise maybe in certain fields Right, Mel, it's your turn now. So uh, the first question I'd like to ask you is, did you train to become an illustrator? No, 
I didn't. Um, I did do a degree, but it was in fine art and I specialised in textiles. But the illustration at the time, I wasn't even thinking about illustration whilst I was doing that degree. It wasn't on my radar. So yeah, that came a lot later. After I got married and had lived in Hong Kong, and it was in Hong Kong that I was kind of switched on to illustration and then started from there working out how I would get into it. Ah, so you started um, training in textiles, you said? Yes. So I did felt making, sewed a lot. I made soft sculpture. Um, I did a bit of ceramics. <laughs> it was, I did a whole load of different things. Um, I loved my course. It was really great because I think it suited me in terms of I love to try different things out and different mediums and keep my attention you know, going. Um, so creatively, it really kind of fed me. Business-wise, when I left, I just didn't know how to make it work for me. I didn't know how to earn a living from, you know, doing art. If I was starting out, that's what I would love to have, probably have more info on, how to make a living as an artist. Yeah, I think there needs to be more information about that. I don't think they necessarily teach that side like the business side of being an artist. Yeah. So how many years have you been an illustrator for? Okay, let me think. Um, 2012, I think, was when I got my first illustration job. So I guess that's eight years for illustration. It's, it's amazing how fast that time has gone. We went to Hong Kong 2006 to 2008 and then it was after that time from so from 2008 to 2012 that I then worked on illustration and what that meant and how to get a career in it and that was all I guess kind of worked out as I went along from you know creating work creating a portfolio putting it online contacting people working out how to get in front of people I guess, accumulated in getting my first paid job in 2012. <laughs> yeah, and from 2012, obviously, uh, I've, I've grown a lot in terms of my work and what I can do and the work I've had. Yeah, it's been an interesting career so far. Oh, that's great. So is there any one particular job that stands out as being the one you really enjoyed the most? I love doing maps and so I've... Oh yes, I love your maps. I've had quite a few different jobs for doing maps. The one that I had recently, which was really a fun one to do, was doing the maps for Ferment magazine. I've created four maps for them in total so far and each one is slightly different. It's kind of geared to the place that they're focusing on for that issue and they give me normally a colour palette as well to work with oh that's nice yeah it's really good actually to have that kind of framework um, yeah and then I can go about and I can explore the place they give me all the list of breweries they want to include but then I can look at the wildlife can look at the environment the landmarks you know things of interest yeah and I just love being able to delve into that kind of detail and and bring it all together and then make a really fun map out of it so it becomes yeah. a, an exciting project for me it kind of you know I, I really enjoy that I can imagine yeah I like the idea of doing maps 
I've never done them myself, but uh, my agent did actually mention them to me and said, would you be interested in doing something like this at some point? And I was kind of, I, you know, I thought of you and yeah, I would really love to have a go. Yeah. So I can see why that would be fun. Yeah, definitely a fun project. Yeah. Um, do you have any, um, any ideas what your dream job or your dream commission would be? Is there anything you've really wanted to do but you haven't yet? Mm, well, I don't know if you know this, but I'm also a sketchbook addict. And um, <laughs> I draw a lot, like every day I draw, and I draw in my sketchbook. And at the moment I'm doing a little residency um, virtually because of lockdown. Um, but I'm really enjoying just exploring the area, like and drawing everything, like drawing the wildlife, drawing the sea life um places and I was thinking oh it'd be so good if someone a publisher could like (laughs) commission me to do to do something like that you know where you explore that would be fantastic yeah and then just illustrate it all with you know little notes around the side you know little things of interest um I'd love to do something like that I think I can imagine that would be really beautiful. That would be a lovely project to do. Yeah. Someone should employ you to do this. (laughs) (laughs) I would buy it. (laughs) So what I'd like to know is outside of art, what are your main passions and interests? Okay, so both myself and my husband are Christians. And I say that because that has kind of led us to live in a lots of different places so I mentioned earlier Hong Kong Mm. um, but we've also lived in Scotland we've lived in Wales the reason why we're down in Cornwall is because um, my husband got a job down in Falmouth at the moment we're the Lizard Peninsula so we have a small fellowship that we're involved with there it's good to be involved I think in the community another thing I love doing is walking and you know again being On the Lizard Peninsula, there's so many lovely coastal walks that you can take. I try to go out every day. I also love to play guitar and (laughs) sing. I quite like music and playing music. I do also play flute, but it's a bit harder to kind of play flute to yourself. At least with guitar, you can kind of play it and sing and it doesn't feel too weird. (laughs) So you're creative in many different ways then. Oh, that's so cool. Would you say that you create art every day or is this? do you give yourself days off from the art? I've been keeping a sketchbook uh, since 2017. That was like very much I would be working in it every day. But when I say like working, it was more playing for me, kind of, you know, seeing my things in my surroundings. And I think, oh, I'd just like to sketch that and just draw it. So it may not be for a long period of time that I'm working in my sketchbook. It might just be five minutes, 10 minutes. But I generally do sketch something most days or probably every day. And at the moment I'm doing my um, postcard projects. So you are really creating art every day yes (laughs) for a year (laughs) when did you decide that you wanted to start a podcast and why did you decide this were you inspired by somebody or or how did it come about well I love finding out about other people and hearing their stories and um you know that I do creative conversations which is 
a YouTube kind of long form conversation that I have with people, but you get to see inside their house. So I'd normally film where they are in their studio and what they're doing. And, you know, I love doing that because you get to see behind the curtain. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's one of my favourite series on YouTube, honestly. I watch them again and again. I probably watched the Bombay Forest one, I would say probably about four or five times. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. It's fascinating to see where they work and and hear their philosophy. And yeah, yeah, it's very inspiring. Thank you. I've thought of doing a podcast for, for a while, like an audio one, um, but it would make more sense if I had someone else doing it with me who would bring their kind of stories as well so that's mm. why I was like ah Natasha she might be interested because <laughs> you have a lot of experience as well and you know love reading your kind of posts on your Instagram and you think quite deeply about things and I think that's a good indicator that you'd have a quite a bit to say and quite a bit to say to people who maybe are starting out or um, who have been long-term artists. I just think having a podcast where we talk about our creative practices and how we deal with struggles, business side, our, our mindset, all of that kind of stuff, I think yeah. would just be really good to share. Yeah, it's good to have um, somebody else to talk to and bounce the conversation off rather than just talking to yourself and also yes. to have two different perspectives is really interesting too yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I again like you I love listening to podcasts anyway and they've helped me through times where I felt quite alone or I felt totally I yeah. don't know what I'm meant to be doing or how do I handle this situation or has anyone else been through this so yeah. I just think that will all come out through this podcast thanks guys for listening to our stories and we are both excited about starting this podcast journey uh, with you as well we hope that you'll be able to tune in again and hear the next episode and Natasha do you want to tell us what we might be talking about in our next episode well I think we mentioned procrastination so this is something that um, a lot of creatives will have to deal with and they go through on a regular basis but yes we're going to start with that I think aren't we Mel yes and it, I think it'll yeah. be a great time to talk about it or maybe we won't if you have another episode you know that we've managed it <laughs> thanks so much for listening to our first episode we would love for you to subscribe and share this podcast with others who you think would enjoy it too and if you have any questions or subjects that you'd like us to chat about in the future just get in touch with either of us via our youtube channel or instagram account we are at creative underscore catch up on instagram we look forward to seeing you next time